here we are now with another episode of the Andrew Blake podcast. If you are a regular listener of the Andrew Lake podcast, please share your favorite episode as this will help me find my audience. It will help to find the people who are ready to hear what we are talking about here. And today, I'd like to talk about the things no one can tell you, the things no one knows. And I'm hoping, as we talk about these things, you can find a kind of space. And that's what we're really going for. We're going for the space that you can step into. We're going for this thing that you can get a sense of. And that's something very precious. That's something very important. That's something that, in so many ways, you have to discover for yourself. You have to find for yourself. And you'll understand why as we talk about these things. Now, some of the things no one knows. Some of the things no one can tell you. Do you even realize that this is a thing? Have you ever really thought about it? Have you thought about all the things that no one knows and can not know ever, really? And there's a lot of them. I've got a big long list here. I'd like to go through them. And of course, I don't think this is all of the things. And of course, we can talk about specifics and generals. Maybe all the things that we're talking about here cover a lot of those things, cover both specifics and generals. But really, we want you to have a sense of them all together. There's a, there's a message here. There's something you want to get in touch with. There's something you need to remember, which you have known before. So, what are some of the things that no one can tell you? Well, there's really two sides to this, because really, they can tell you. And you'll notice, actually, when we talk about these things, as we talk about these things, that actually people do tell you. So it's not that people per se can't tell you. It's almost more, it's more like, how do we say it? It's more like they can't really tell you. They can't really actually tell you. They can pretend to tell you, or they can appear to be telling you, but they can't really. And that's one side of this. But then there's also the other side of this, which is that actually they can know for themselves these things, but they can't know that they know them in relation to you. So keep those two things in mind for all of those things that we're about to talk about. And those two things apply to all of these things, which is that, well, they can tell you and they do tell you, and they can know and they do know, and yet, above all, they can't really tell you. And that'll make sense. I hope that's not too much of a mind bender. I don't hope that's not too much of a mind twist. But really, to, to think this through is to go into a bit of a mind twist. 
and you can only get a sense of what it is we're trying to sense by going through the, the mind twists and the tops and the turns and the ups and the downs. So have a look at this. What are some of the things no one can tell you? No one can tell you what's right for you. No one can tell you what's in your best interests. Only you know that. And straight away, I think you get the picture. I think you understand what I'm getting at. Because if that's what we're talking about, if this is the sort of thing we're talking about, well, of course, there's so many things. Of course, there's so many things that no one knows. No one knows what's good about you. No one can tell you what's good about you. No one knows what's wrong with you. No one can tell you what's wrong with you. No one can tell you what your flaws are. No one can tell you what your mistakes are. No one can tell you what your negative traits are. No one can tell you what you want. No one can tell you what you like. No one can tell you what you're attracted to. No one can tell you what attracts you, what you're drawn to. No one can tell you what, you're, what you need. No one can tell you what you've done right, as in an act or a deed. No one can tell you how you've helped others. No one can tell you what you've done wrong, as in a deed. No one can tell you how you've hurt others, how you've wronged others, how you've put others down, how you've offended others. No one can tell you what you're good at. No one can tell you what your natural skills are. No one can tell you what your talents are. And I hope you're getting a picture. I hope you're getting an idea of the sort of thing we're moving into. I hope you get a sense of the sort of space that you can start to live from when you start to really realize these. But keep listening along. Keep trying to sense how it's true that no one can tell you these things. No one can tell you how you feel. No one can tell you how you should feel. No one can tell you what sort of sensations or emotions you're having. Or how you're feeling about the atmosphere or the situation or the environment that you're in. No one can tell you how many feelings you've had, how many different feelings. No one can tell you your range of emotions. No one can tell you your intensity of emotions and feelings and sensations and experiences. No one can tell you what you said. Now, this one's a bit tricky. This one's a bit funny. Because you can say, well, these are the words you've said. So in that sense, in a sort of ABC meaning, yes, someone can tell you what you said. You can play back the tape, play back the recording. Well, this is exactly what you said. But that's not what I mean here. What I mean here is what they communicated, what they said, what they imparted through words. And that's the difference between talking and 
saying something or, or speaking. I'm always remembered of that. I always remember this James Brown song, talking loud and saying nothing. Well, so many people talk loud and say nothing. Now, people can tell you what words you said, but they can't tell you what, you've, what you were saying, what you communicated. And really, that's the cause of a breakdown of communication because someone says, these are the words you said. And then you say, well, I didn't mean that. I didn't mean to offend you. I didn't mean to upset you. That wasn't the impression I was trying to give. And the words are really just the words. They're the intermediary between two people who are trying to connect. So no one can tell you what you've said. No one can tell you where you need to go. No one can tell you where home is. No one can tell you where your safe space is, your safe place. No one can tell you where you need to be. No one can tell you what you have. No one can tell you what you need to have. No one can tell you what you need to get. No one can tell you where you're from. No one can tell you what what made you. No one can tell you how to get where you're going. No one can tell you what you will become. No one can tell you what's going to happen. No one can tell you what your future is. No one can tell you how things are going to turn out. No one can tell you how to be motivated. No one can tell you how to stay motivated. No one can tell you how motivation works. Now that might come as a bit of a shock to you. Because there's so many self-help speakers and teachers out there now who talk about motivation. Really, motivation is a very, it's a very foundational core part of psychology and personal development. And actually, I'm here to break it to you that no one can tell you how to be motivated. No one can tell you how things work. No one can tell you about cause and effect. No one can actually explain a real cause and effect. No one can tell you how to achieve. No one can tell you how to create or be creative. No one can tell you how to make things. You know all those how-to talks that you've listened to? Well, actually, they're false. Because no one can tell you how-to. No one can tell you how to be productive. No one can tell you what is influencing you. No one can tell you the people that are important to you. The people who've had an influence on you. The people who are of significance to you. No one can tell you who has lied to you. No one can tell you who has deceived you. Who has hurt you. Who has betrayed you. No one can tell you a cause for outrage, a cause for anger, 
a cause for rebellion, a cause for collective action. No one can tell you a cause for giving up. No one can tell you a cause for commitment, a cause for sacrifice, a cause for determination and and dedication. No one can tell you who you are. I'm sure you've heard that before. No one can tell you who you are. Have you ever really had a sense of that, though? Have you ever really thought through what it means that no one can tell you who you are? No one can tell you your original name. No one can tell you or show you your original face. No one can tell you what your identity is in all its forms, your traits, your preferences, your characteristics, your idiosyncrasies, your mannerisms. All that you say is yours. No one can tell you what is yours, what you own. And that's both material and intangible things that you say you own. No one can tell you what your memories are. No one can tell you if your memories are true or clear or correct or any of that. No one can tell you how to make sense of your experiences. No one can tell you what you've forgotten. That is, of course, unless you said beforehand, make sure I don't forget this. And then they can tell you what you've forgotten. You said, I've forgotten. What was that thing that I told you to remind me of? I've forgotten it. No one can tell you what you need to remember. Especially if they don't know that that's their job. And even if they do, how are they supposed to know what's important for you to remember? What are the things that you're forgetting that are part of your being? The lessons that you've learnt that are important to you that you've forgotten. The lessons that you're learning the hard way because you have to keep learning them over and over again because you've forgotten. Well, no one can tell you what you need to remember. No one can tell you what those lessons are. No one can tell you who they are. No one can tell you their intentions, their desires, their reasons for relating to you. Their reason for reacting. Their reason for silence. No one can tell you what it means to be alive. No one can tell you what perception is. No one can tell you what death is. No one can tell you what's after death. No one can tell you what birth is. No one can tell you what's before birth. No one can tell you if God exists. No one can tell you if you need faith, trust, redemption and salvation. No one can tell you what words mean. No one can tell you what is valuable knowledge. No one can tell you what is wisdom, what is wise. 
what is insightful. No one can tell you what is beauty. No one can tell you what is freedom. No one can tell you what truth is, and no one can tell you what is true. And lastly, and not leastly, no one can tell you what to do. So that's a lot of things that no one can tell you. I haven't counted them all. I think it's about a hundred. It must be about a hundred. And of course there are more things. But you realize, right? Of course. I say that no one can tell you these things. But actually, people do tell you these things. That's exactly what's going on. You are being told all of these things in so many ways. People tell you what is beautiful. Advertising tells you what is beautiful. People tell you who they are, who they're in, what their intentions are. People tell you how you hurt them. People tell you how to create things. People tell you about how things work. People tell you what's right for you, what's wrong for you. And of course, in some ways, they can actually tell you what's right for you and it can be what is right for you and yet they don't know it. That is actually possible. That is actually an occurrence that can happen. Someone can actually tell you the truth say words of truth, and you cannot know it. And truth, really, truth covers all of these things in so many ways. Because people do speak the truth, and people do know the truth. But they can't tell it to you. There's no way they can tell it to you. And it doesn't mean it isn't true. It doesn't mean they're not saying it. It's just one of those things that you'll never know. And you can never know if they know or not. And there are so many things. There are all these things that work like that. And I hope you get a sense. You can feel what this means. And really what this means is that you're in your subjective experience. And you could say, well, what's the way out of it? What am I supposed to do? And the answer is you figure it out for yourself. And actually, when you understand this, you start to listen to people in a different way. And you start to hear things in a different way. Now, idealistically, what we would have is we'd have this list of hundred things ready for you. At the drop of a hat, at a moment's notice, you would actually have this list memorized. And then what you'd do is every time one of them came up, 
Like someone would say what you're good at, or someone would tell you how things are going to turn out, or someone would tell you how to be productive, or one of these things. Then you'd have the list go bing, 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 a bell would go off, and you'd say, ah, someone's telling you something that they can't know, and you'd recognize it. Now, that doesn't mean that you would necessarily reject it. This is not a calling to turn around to that person and say, well, that's not true. Or that's not me. Or how do you know that? No, it's just a matter of sensing it. And actually feeling that space differently. Because normally, well, what normally happens? Someone says something to you, someone tells you something, and you believe it. Or at least there's a range of things that you believe. Some things you don't believe, some things you do reject. And actually the things that you reject and you believe, they're actually very closely together. They're actually making a similar sort of impression on your being, on who you are, on how you see reality. They're actually very closely related because you can say, you, yes, I very strongly agree with something or I very strongly disagree with something. Well, they're both strong feelings in relation to knowledge or information or perspective. So they're both still having a similar kind of weight on how you see the world. So whether you believe something or not, That's very different to the sort of space we're talking about here, the sort of things we're talking about here. Now, another thing you can do is you can actually actively seek out having the ability to counter what people tell you or what information comes your way. And to do that, you would actually say, well, you'd actually embrace these things and you'd say, well, what is truth? Tell me what truth is. Tell me what beauty is. Tell me all the things I've done right. Tell me all the things I've done wrong. Tell me what my talents are. And what will happen is if you have someone who's willing to go into that territory with you, they will tell you and you'll have your reactions. You'll have your responses. You'll feel unsettled or you'll feel good or you'll feel... Having you'll feel all sorts of things because your beliefs and your perspective will be getting it'll be getting into tangles because you'll be starting to work with it, you'll be starting to see, ah, oh, how can I do this? How can this be? How do I work with this new information? And if you do that, if you go through that process, then you start to actually eventually, after some time, after the work, you start to sense the space of not knowing. And this thing of, oh, you can't tell me that. That's not true. You can't possibly know that. Well, that's not the same as falling into the space of not knowing. Being dismissive, being closed-minded, having a closed perspective is not what we're talking about here. And that's a very important difference. So you wouldn't say that this approach, this attitude, this psychological trick that we're explaining here is something that stops you from actually seeking these things. 
such as truth, beauty, what it means to achieve, what it means to create, what is right with you, what is wrong with you, how to get where you're going, and even what the future holds. And you can use it at first as a just a little thing. You say, well, that's not me. And you can even use this as a way of deepening your conversations because you can clarify with people. You can say, do you really know that? How sure are you about that? Is that true that you're telling me that? And that can sometimes lead to Well, actually, no, I'm not that sure. Or you can hear that they say they're sure. And really, you can see that they're not quite so sure. And you can say, well, how do you know that? How do you know that I've done the wrong thing? And they can further go on to explain it. And then you can see, oh, actually, well, you've got a good point there. You have explained to me why you say Why you're telling me I've done the wrong thing. And if you've done wrong to someone, and you sincerely try to say, you sincerely try to find out how, then you can right that wrong. And the only way you can do that is from a space of real openness, of real inquiry. And normally there's so much resistance, there's so much rejection. Oh, that's no, that's not me. You can't tell me that. And it's a kind of defense for the things that we're not proud of. It's a kind of hiding something from ourselves. But if you're really going into this idea that no one can tell you anything about yourself, well, then you're creating a sort of neutral background. And with that neutral background, you can see by clear contrast really what you are. And that includes the thing that you've done, the things that you've done wrong, the things that you've done to hurt people. And it sometimes is, is all right to just walk around and say, no, that's not me. I think there's actually a there's actually a famous rap song, That's Not Me, by Skepta. Skepta, is that his name? That's not me. What What you mean, what you mean? Yeah, Skepta. One line, one line flows, yeah, I got some of those. You get me Jamie Easy, nah. Expelliarmus could stop me. Punch in the face with the backdoor key. Nah, that's not me. Act like a waste man, that's not me. Sex any girl, nah, that's not me. Lips any girl, nah, that's not me. Yeah, I used to wear Gucci. Put it all in the bin because that's not me. True, I used to look like you, but dressing like a mess, nah, that's not me. It's a return of the Mac, I'm still alive just like Tupac. Girls in the front row, girls in the back. Spit one lyric, everybody's like, brat. Flash to the cold night, right? The trap by that deeds and does. Nah, that's not me. Act any girl, nah, that's not me. Act like a waste man, that's not me. Sex any girl, nah, that's not me. Yeah, I used to wear LV, put it all in the bin, cause that's not me. True, I used to look like you, dressing like a mess, nah, that's not me. Ex-Belly couldn't stop me, punch in the face with the backdoor key.
But that's just a song. That's just a funny. <laughs> so Skepta, he's actually got this idea. That's not me. And he can walk around. And you can even get a little bit of the sense of what we're talking about when listening to that song because he's, he's, he's defining himself by what he's not. He's saying, no, that's not me. That's not me. That's not me. I mean, his funny accent, which I can't really do. But that's only half of it. That's really only half the story. Because I don't get the feeling that Skepta is living in a space of unknowing. He's not living with a neutral background. I mean, I don't know the guy. Of course not. I'm just going off what I've heard in this one rap song. But that's very different. Rebellion is very different to living in a space of not knowing. It is a rebellious act in a way. It can't look like rebellion to live in a space of not knowing. But it's not the same. It's not a kind of avert rejection of things. And actually there's a further step. There's a further deeper step. There's something that emerges when you really go into this and you really actually experientially in real time have someone saying things to you or messages coming from any source towards you that are telling you things, deep things such as beauty and truth and what you are, and you sense that and you can see that they can't tell you those things and you live in that space, actually what emerges from that is something that is really quite extraordinary. And that is what you really are. That's actually when you do come up with the answers for yourself. And they're not answers as in things that you say. They're things that you sense. And you can sense them right down to your very bones. Something like beauty. Something like, what is the most beautiful thing? What is the most important thing? And when you've gone into that space long enough, you will start to have a sense of what that's like. You'll, have a start, you'll start to have a sense of what a real authenticity is like. And maybe it happens in phases. Maybe you do need a phase where you have to walk around and reject everything. And you have to say, that's not beautiful. That's not true. That's not what I am. That's not my name. That's not what I'm like. That's not what I do. But don't have that as only half the process. Don't have that as only the only thing that you do, because that's only one phase. Another phase would be, well, actually turning in and looking at what is the result of that. What does it mean to actually accept the things that people have told you with a neutral background? What does it mean to actually embrace the things people have told you as a way of stirring up your own beliefs? as a way of stirring up your own perspective. And of course, for some things on this list, well, they're different to others. 
Some things are more obvious than others. And to recognize things in real time when you're having a conversation with someone, well, that's a skill that needs to be developed. And you can always ask, are you telling me what I am? Are you telling me really what's happening? Or is this your perspective? Is this your experience? And one of the most important things in effective communication and human connection is to recognize you are your feelings. And you are responsible only for your feelings. And who you're talking to is their feelings. They they are their experience. This is their subjective experience. And when that breaks down and someone says, well, this is how things actually are, this is reality, rather than, oh, this is my experience, well, that can cause a lot of harm. That can cause a lot of drama. And, of course, there are fallacies within this because you can start to say, well, are we all just our own experiences? Reality is just subjective. There is only subjectivity. And that would be a mistake as well. That would be wrong as well. That would be like, that, that would be like being like Skepta, which is just rejecting everything. Basically the same as being like Skepta, which is you reject everything, but you then don't go on to actually find the real rock-bottom truth. And that background feeling, that neutral feeling by which you can sense these things, well, that is an absolute truth. That is, in a sense, a non-subjective experience. So don't fall for the postmodern trap of just saying, oh, it's just your perspective. If you, if you ever hear someone saying, oh, it's just your perspective, really they're, they're not just saying that. In fact, they're, they're most likely saying the opposite. They're most likely saying, well, you're wrong and I'm right. And that's the truth of the matter. So take a look at some of those things and... Have a go at really recognizing when someone's telling you something that they shouldn't really be telling you. And of course, the last on our list, no one can tell you what to do. Well, that ties in with a lot of things, doesn't it? That's really a big one. Because you might say, well, no one can tell me what to do, but I've got this boss. I've got this job, I need this money, I've got this lifestyle. And to be in a position where no one can tell you what to do, well, that's a privilege of just a few rich people. And to that I would say, well, that's just a surface level of looking at things. And in some regards, you do just need to regain some autonomy and some independence. Of course, I've presented this list as something that can put you into a sense of not knowing. 
but it's also tied in with autonomy. And autonomy is relative to awareness. Autonomy is relative to how you deal with the things that are being told with you. It depends entirely on your perspective, on where you're at with your development. And autonomy changes. You'll find that if you actually do start to recognize these things and you actually start to see that no one can tell you these things, your sense of autonomy will change. Your sense of what you're doing will change. Which means you'll have ideas of your own, of things you want to do, rather than people will show you what they're doing. And you'll think, oh, that's a good idea, I want to do that. And that's just one example, that's just one way in which that can play out. The transformation of autonomy is vast and complex and it's intertwined with every aspect of your being. It's intertwined with the very fabric of your perspective. And there's so much in that. Well, it's like that's such a big thing. It's such a complicated thing. It's like, where do I start? And well, the best place is to start is to say, well, no one can tell me that. And that's just your doorway. That's just your foot in as to how to start to unravel and transform. So that's a hundred things. No one can tell you. And of course you notice that, well, I've told you. (laughs) I'm not exempt from this, of course. I want nothing more for you than your own autonomy. And that's really the that's really one of the differences. That's one of the different things of what we're doing here. That's what makes these conversations different. That's why we are we're really talking about things that are a cut above the rest. If you haven't noticed yet, there's actually something very special and very cutting edge happening here. But I hope you sense that. I hope you already know that. And that's all I have to say for now.